0: Welcome to today's episode of Hey Ashley Jane. My name is Ashley, and in this podcast, I'll be sharing my experience and explore topics as a 20-something Asian Canadian just trying to figure life out. Hello, hello, hello! Welcome to 2021, but also the third episode of the podcast. I just want to start it off with a trigger warning, as I will be discussing the topic of suicide and depression. It's mostly going to be about how I feel and my experience with it, and honestly, I'm a little hesitant to dive into it, but I also feel like if I can help someone feel seen with my experience, uh, it'll be worth feeling a little bit uncomfortable. Uh, Just to sidetrack a little bit, uh, I've now realized that it makes so much more sense to pre-record three to four episodes before going live, because when you just record a week ahead for an episode, so many things can get in a way that could stop me from that. And that's exactly what happened to me, which is why I haven't put out an episode in like over a month. So I don't know exactly when this particular episode will release because I am trying to get as much episodes as I can out-recorded, not out-recorded, pre-recorded. Anyways, I've learned my lesson and I will try to be more consistent in this new year. Anyway. So, I haven't been really in the mood to record lately, because recently, someone in my community has passed around late October, early November, and I found out that it's because they've taken their own life. And on top of that, I've also slipped into a depressive episode in December, and basically that took away my motivation and hope to do anything outside of sleeping and eating. I was in survival mode, really. But... Yeah, now I am feeling a little bit better, and I want to continue to podcast and, you know, see where this goes for the rest of the year. Okay, so the person that passed, I was never really close with them. Uh, We've shared a few exchanges, and, you know, we say hello whenever we see each other. To keep them anonymous and preserve their privacy, I'm going to try my best to... Not not going to say a whole bunch of things that will identify them, but they were an instructor of many things, and I was someone that has attended a few of the sessions that they were teaching. Though our connection was formed through the fact that I was paying for a service, it never really felt that way because they treated everyone that walked through those doors like a friend, and they were just happy to talk to anyone. Uh, Within the first few hours of receiving the news, I spent the whole morning processing what I just heard. It was it was a shock. I didn't, I didn't anticipate it. Everyone else around me already knew for a few days, and they look devastated. I was even surprised that these people that, you know, look like they've just seen a ghost and, you know, their soul left their body even had the energy to leave their house that day and did something besides just, you know, lie in their bed and cry. Some had to be tough as hell and show up because it was literally their job to be there. And so when I heard that this person passed by taking their own life, I didn't know how to react to it at first. Mainly because I didn't know them very well and I wouldn't have expected it. But I guess guess that's the thing, you know? Sometimes you can never tell what someone is dealing with behind closed doors you know, we never know what demons live inside their head that no one else hears. Like, thinking about that really brought up a lot of feelings inside of me that, you know, just reminded me of my own pain and my own suffering. And so after a few hours of processing, you know, what just happened, I eventually cracked and I just cried a little bit in my car for that day. Again, I didn't know this person intimately, but As someone who is suffering from depression and has had suicidal thoughts, I just thought about how it must have been so painful for them. They were so exhausted that making it to another day was just too much and you know, ending it would finally release them of this life that was draining them. I also sympathize with those that love them as well, as some of them felt that they didn't do enough and that they failed and If they checked on them more, things wouldn't have been this way. To not blame yourself for someone's suicide is an extremely difficult task. It's so easy to get caught up in what you could have done better, uh, thinking that if you knew, you'd do more. But the thing is, sometimes these people are so good at hiding it that you can't tell unless you really sit them down and take the time to ask them how they're really doing. Even then, you know, they might insist that they're just tired and they won't open up. And as someone who has experienced both sides, it's just a situation where it's very difficult for everyone. I recently even had to cut off a connection with someone this year who was emotionally dumping on me without asking for consent. And, you know, it was getting to the point where it was affecting my mental health and I felt like i was trapped in this situation with them because they have expressed their desire to self-harm as a way to cope with their pain and they wanted me to kind of enable that behavior because they they said that if you tell me to stop i'm not going to listen to you so you should just be a good friend and let me do what i want and you know that is a very very uncomfortable situation to put someone in and when I cut off my connection with this person, I, in the back of my head, felt worried that, you know, down the line, if this person self harmed to the point where it took their life, I might feel responsible and guilty for that. And I really learned that no matter what I do, at the end of the day, that choice is up to them. And I, I can just do my best to to be a supportive person in their life and you know obviously try my best to convince them to not do it but i've really had to emotionally and mentally prepare myself to not blame myself if bad things do happen to them and you know it, it really it really hurts me that we're not friends anymore really but you know at the end of the day, I had to look out for myself first and this person was just not safe for me anymore and I wouldn't know what I'd do if we kept going forward in a relationship that felt very toxic to me. So yeah, it's it's a hard task, but I think later down the road, you will be thankful to yourself that you've mentally prepared yourself. Not to the fullest extent. I don't think anyone's 100% fully prepared to deal with someone's like suicide and not blame themselves for it. But I think, in terms of accepting that, you know, that was a choice that they've made and it's not your fault, I think mentally preparing yourself as much as you can will make the healing process go by faster, maybe. Who knows? Everyone's so different. It's so I I don't want to say it like as an absolute because everyone heals differently and healing is not linear. But I think that it would just make it easier. But let me know if it doesn't. Then you know, just this whole podcast is just absolutely wrong. I'm joking, but not at the same time. So, anyways, what have I been doing? You know, for these past month or more of not really podcasting. Well. I grieved that person in a way that made sense for me. I reached out to my best friend and we talked about all of the emotions that surrounded that topic and just, you know, everything that I was feeling that day. I was very overwhelmed with the news. So, you know, I was really glad that I was able to talk to someone about it right away because I kid you not, their house was not even like five minutes away from where i parked my car but i felt like i i did not drive properly just driving in those like three minutes that i drove and it could have been a very serious accident because i was mentally not present while driving which you know is a bad thing you should always be mentally present But yeah, so besides talking to my friend, I also talked to the people within the community that's also been affected, checking in on them and, you know, encouraged conversations if they are willing to. Obviously, I'm not forcing people to talk about something that's uncomfortable for them. We talked about it if they were willing to just to kind of help acknowledge that this is something that has happened and to to not really deny the reality. It wasn't enough to just donate to mental health orgs and make social media posts about how you should check in on your homies. Um, it really requires real action to have conversations with these people. Um, it's so easy to post that you should ask your friends how they're doing, but after a few months you forget to check in on them because they haven't been showing signs that things haven't been well and they haven't reached out either. Um, admittedly, I used to be that person. You know, I wouldn't message my friends just to see if they're okay thinking that if things were bad, you know, they would just say something to me because I would do that. But I connected with someone that I haven't seen for a year, a few months ago, and they've gone through so much a few years ago that I didn't even know about it. And, you know, not everyone puts up signs on social media as a signal for help because sometimes maybe they're not thinking that they want help like, they're, they're not putting out a signal so someone could save them. And, and, you know, that's scary. Um, some people, you know, shut down, leave social media, and you don't know what's going on with them. And so I think we should normalize in 2021. Just checking in on your friends when you think about them. I, I do that now. Um, I just send them a quick message out of nowhere. I have some dear, sweet friends that have gone through the worst things and I just want to be a person that they can rely on when things aren't peachy. You know, if things are great with them, I am also happy to hear that, but if things haven't been well, I at least can lend an ear and provide a safe space for them to talk about whatever they want to without judgment. And on that note, I think that's all I have to say for this episode. Uh, 2020 was a difficult year, and, you know, things are already hard as it is. So if you can add a little light and love into someone's life, please do so. Uh, I hope you take care of yourselves and I'll catch you in the next one. Bye!